Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Faster, boy, faster. Late afternoon usually found a small group of ranchers and cowpokes gathered around the iron stove in Sam Paxton's general store. It was the town post office and common meeting place for most everyone in Buena Vista. Go on, Pete, finish your story. Yeah, sure, Pete, go on. Well, the second fellow said, I hear you got kicked by a mule. And the first fellow says, yep, that's right. Well, where'd he kick you? Well, first fellow says, if my head was in California and my feet was in Missouri, that mule would kick me right in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) But the men were so absorbed in their own laughter and conversation that they hardly noticed a stalwart, gray-faced Indian and a young boy who were buying supplies from Sam Paxton at the front counter. Well, there you are, son. Flour, beans, bacon, coffee. Anything else? Uh, No, sir, that'll be all. 
Uh, here's your money. Oh, just a minute. I'll get your change. <laughs> By the jumping joint, I don't believe it. Neither do I. Well, that's the truth. Pete, you're getting to be as big a liar as old Pop Henry. Yes, sir. Oh, no, wait a minute. There ain't nobody in Clemens County can tell as big lies as Pop. Hey, you run him a close second. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, by the way, where is Pop Hendricks? I ain't seen him around the last three or four days. I thought you knew. Knew what? Well, Pop's ailing. He's been under the weather for the past week. No, you don't say. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Stopped by his place yesterday morning. Old codger's hobbling around like a chicken with a croup. Oh, what's the matter, rheumatism? Yeah, I guess so. I tried to help him, but he got mad and almost run me off the place. Oh, maybe we ought to get Doc Hawkins to send him out there. Ah, oh, Pop will be all right. He'd be insulted if a doc even gave him near his range. Guess the old boy can take care of himself. <laughs> sure he can. A doctor couldn't treat him anyhow. Pop's such a dad-burned liar that a sawbones wouldn't know what color pills to give him. <laughs> I can't help but like the old number, though, even if he does tell them whoppers. All right, here's your change. Yeah, thank you. I guess that's everything. Oh, did you get the letter, Tano? Uh. uh come on, let's go. Here, Victor. Here, Scott. Gee, Tano, did you hear what those men said about Pop Hendricks? He must be sick. Uh, not too bad. Pop Hendricks, old man. Yep. How old is Pop, anyway? Well, nobody knows for sure. Him tell so many stories. You add them all up, Pop be over 200 years old. <laughs> Golly, I guess that's about right. Come on, Victor. Get him up, Scout. Everything's right here. Good, then. Uh, oh, there's a letter for you, too, at the post office. Tonto's got it. Ah, let me bring it. Yeah. Well, thanks, Tonto. I wasn't expecting any news in Dana Vista, but... Oh. We heard some news, didn't we, Tonto? Pop Hendricks is sick. What's that, Dan? Some men in the store were talking about Pop Hendricks being sick. Pop? Sick? Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Gee, he's all alone out there on his range, too. I was thinking maybe we could ride by and see him. A good idea, Dan. Oh, you mean we'll do it now? Tonight? Yes, that is, you will. Uh, what do you mean? This letter that you and Tonto just brought me from Sheriff Duncan up at Clemens. He wants to see me as soon as possible. Uh, what's wrong? I don't know exactly. There are a couple of outlaws operating in this territory. He wants Tonto and me to help track them down. Uh, gee. So as soon as we finish supper, you ride over to Pop's place. Tonto and I'll meet you there later. Sure. You like Pop, don't you, Dan? Yeah, I like him a lot. Even if some of his stories aren't exactly all true. I don't blame you. Pop's a fine old man. I'm sure the only reason he ever stretches a story is because it sounds better his way. Uh, who in thunder is there? It's me, Pop. Dan Reed. Who? Dan Reed. Dan, my boy. Hi, Pop. Come on in. Come on in. Sure glad to see you, Dan. I unsaddled Victor and left him in the corral. Is that all right? Of course it's all right. Sit down, son. Let me look at you. Oh. Where's the Lone Ranger and Toto? Uh, they had to ride to, uh, to Clemens to see Sheriff Duncan. I was in Buena Vista today and heard you're sick, so I came out to see you. 
Well, they'll be here later. Good, good. I'm tickled to death. Wait a minute. You said you heard I was sick. Who said so? Well, some men I heard talking in Sam Paxson's store. Uh, must have been Herschel Sibley or Seth Winters. <laughs> Them critters ain't got nothing better to do than sit around and listen to themselves blab. Oh, aren't you sick, Pop? Do I look it? Well, I... Shucks, I never felt better in my life. I could lick my weight in Gila Monsters with one hand tied behind my back. And they said something about rheumatism. Oh, ain't a word of truth in it. Oh. You haven't been in town for over a week and the people are beginning... Uh, conserving my strength, that's all. Been sitting around here conserving my strength and drinking buttermilk. Buttermilk? Sure. That's what's in the big picture here. Want a drink? Uh, yeah, guess so. Here you are. Best thing in the world. <coughs> Dan, man and boy, I've been drinking buttermilk every day for over 30 years. That's why I'm so healthy. Yeah, don't you ever take a drink of water? Water? Oh. Dan, let me tell you something. Water rots the soles of your shoes, don't it? Yeah, guess it does. Then you can imagine what it does to your stomach. I'll stick to buttermilk. Uh, want another glass? Uh, no, thanks. Hmm. Running kind of low. Have to bring in the crock from out on the porch. No, I'll get it for you, Pop. Oh, sit still. I don't need anybody to run errands for me. I'll get... Oh! Hey, what's the matter, Pop? Oh, a little crick in my back, I guess. Rheumatism? No! No, it ain't rheumatism. Yeah, then why you all bent over like that, huh? Mm, I guess I'd better sit a while. <sighs> Gee, maybe you are sick, Pop. Oh, must be an old saber wound, that's all. Uh, saber wound? In your back? All my wounds are in my back, Dan. That's the only way any sneaking farmer could get close to me. <clears throat> Feels better now. Golly, guess you've been in a lot of fights, haven't you, Pop? Oh, millions of them, Dan. Uh, well, I've been in plenty. See that picture over there on the wall? The big one in the heavy gilt frame? Yeah. Know who that is? Uh, must be a soldier. He's wearing a uniform. That's General Zachary Taylor. Old rough and ready Taylor, they used to call him. Gee, General Zachary Taylor. Hey, did you fight with him, Pop? Right alongside him. Down in Mexico in the spring of 46. See the sword hanging on the right side of the picture? And the regulation army spurs hanging on the other side? Yeah. They were with me down in Mexico, too. Dan, there's a great lesson for a young fella like you and them three things hanging on the wall. What do you mean? The picture of old Zack, the sword and the spurs. They're all hanging there on... on pegs of truth. Uh, I don't understand. What do you mean, pegs of truth? Old Zack gave them to me. The picture, the sword and the spurs. Gave them to me for telling the truth. What? I, I don't claim to understand it. It's kind of mysterious-like. But ever since I brought him back and hung him up there in the wall, none of them things can stand to hear anybody tell a lie. What kind of a lie? Any kind. If anybody in this room tells something that ain't the truth, why the sword or the spurs or the picture fall down. You mean they, they fall off the wall? Oh, I never heard of such a thing. I can't explain it, but that's what happens. Yeah, but how? Oh, wait, wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. That young colt of yours, Victor... How fast can he run? Yeah, faster than that. Mm. How fast? Uh, there isn't any horse that can beat Victor when it comes to running. There. <laughs> See what I mean? The spurs slipped off their peg and fell down. Golly, I... You didn't tell the truth, Dan. You know that Silver, the Lone Ranger's horse, can beat your colt any day in the week. Them iron spurs know it, too. 
That's why they fell down. Gee, Willikins, I, I never saw anything like that in my life. Uh, I'll hang him up again. Just proves you've got to watch what you say around here. Oh, gosh. Have they fallen off the wall before? Oh, sure. Lots of times. Especially when there happens to be some loud mouths around here like them fellas you heard talking in the store this afternoon. Is it always the spurs that drop? Oh, not always. Sometimes it's a sword. Sometimes both of them. Old Zach's picture ain't fell yet. Guess it'd really take a whopper to budge him. Yeah. He said General Taylor gave those things to you for... for telling the truth. How did it happen? Well, Dan, that's quite a story. I'll tell you about it as soon as I go out on the porch and bring in some more buttermilk. Uh-oh. I wish the Lone Ranger and Tonto were here so they could hear about it, too. Yeah. But like as not, if they went up to Clemens to see Sheriff Duncan, they're pretty busy right now. Who are these men you think are planning to rob the Drover's Bank, Sheriff? A couple of hombres named Link Slaughter and Joe Thorpe. They've been operating around here for some time, but I've never been able to nail them. Why? Because whenever I get on their trail, they head through the canyon down toward Buena Vista. Then they disappear. Disappear? What do you mean? Must take a back trail to a secret hideout in the hills down there. I always lose the varmints. Oh, I see. I got a tip a few days ago that somebody might stick up the drover's bank. I figured it was this Slaughter and Thorpe. That's why I sent for you. Why not just cover the bank and catch them in the act? Oh, that wouldn't do any good. They're part of a gang. If I can trail Slaughter and Thorpe to their hideout, I'll round up the whole bunch. Then you're going to let them get away with robbing the bank? Oh, no danger there. Bank safe is full of money bags, but there's nothing in them but rocks. Gold's hidden someplace else. When do you think they'll try this robbery? Tonight. I'm sure glad you and your Indian friend got here. If anybody can trail them critters, you can. Well, it's getting late. You better go over and watch the bank. Yeah, follow me. Easier to get in and out of. Someone just came around the corner. It's them. Big hombre is slaughter. Let's move up. Quietly now. Joe, where's the horses? Other side of that cottonwood. Help me with one of these bags. Yeah, I'm carrying them to myself. Come on. Well, I... Uh, what'd you do? Drop it? Yeah. I... Hey, Link, look at this. What? There's no gold in these sacks. Nothing but rocks. Well, I'll... Be... And Link, over there behind them trees. See? A white horse in the pack. Drop them bags and get to the horses. We gotta run for it. But first, I'm gonna. Get out! They're getting away! Hey, Silver! I'm scout. You cover the north end of the canyon, Sheriff. Tuttle and I'll ride south and head them off, steady big fella. Ready, Tuttle? Uh, me ready. Come on, Silver. Get out, scout. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. By urging their horses to the utmost speed, the Lone Ranger and Tonto stayed on the heels of the escaping bank robbers. They're heading straight for Buena Vista, Tonto. There's only one trail through the canyon. Ah. Keep your head down and try to gain on them. Wait, ho, horses. Oh, 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 oh. Look, the road levels out here for at least a quarter mile. And they're not ahead of us. Ah, crook disappear. Me not savvy. There must be a side trail here someplace. Nothing but canyon slope. Mesquite and jack pine, plenty thick. They were on this road just a minute ago. They couldn't melt into thin air. They'll break another side of canyon. Lead to flat country. Yes, I know it. If they once get through there, we'll lose them. Steady. Come on. Let's try to find that trail on foot. Uh-huh. We'll beat through this underbrush till we find them. story, Pop. I will. Just give me time. I've got to have another swig of buttermilk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there we are. Mm-hmm. That's good. And chaw tobacco. Can't tell a story without eating tobacco. Doesn't that spoil the taste of the buttermilk? No, it makes it better. But it's a nasty habit, Dan. Don't you ever start chewing tobacco? Yeah, I won't. Hey, tell me how General Zachary Taylor happened to give you his picture and sword and spurs. Well, and why are they liable to fall off the wall every time somebody tells a lie in this room? Huh? Uh, wait a minute. Don't rush me. I'll start at the beginning. It was in the spring of 46. I was working for the government, doing scout duty with the United States Army. That was about the time old Santa Ana, down below the border, decided to get his army together and ride up here to Texas. Gee, didn't that start a war? Oh, sure it did. <laughs> And Zack Taylor was right here, Johnny on the spot with his 5th Cavalry, ready to push Mr. Sandy Anna back where he came from. Were you fighting with him, Pop? Well, no, not exactly. Not being a member of the regular army, I wasn't allowed to bear arms. But I was carrying dispatches and helping out wherever I could. Well, how about the sword and the spurs? Well, uh, I'm coming to that. <laughs> the two armies had been fighting about three days and nights. When Santiana makes another smart move with some Apache Indian recruits of his. What did he do? He sends a couple of thousand of them to flank Taylor's cavalry. And before we knew it, they had moved over into the canyon back of us and cut our line of supply. Gee. Oh, it was a pretty tight spot. Just a few hundred men up there in the front line with the enemy on all four sides. What did General Taylor do? What could he do when he was running out of ammunition? However, I didn't know it until he sent for me. Yeah. Sent for you? Yep. I can remember it just like it happened yesterday. I was standing by the artillery, giving the gunners a few pointers on how to lob them cannonballs, when the captain from the general staff rode up and told me the general wanted to see me. Rex, there's no need to tell you that we're in a tough spot. The supply of ammunition we have here in the front line won't last over an hour. I know it, General. Our rear lines are cut, so the only way to get any up here is through a canyon packed with savage Apaches. I know that too, General. I've sent for you, Hendricks. Because you have a reputation of doing the impossible. Can you get a wagon load of ammunition through that canyon? I'll try, sir. The captain here will go with you. The worst part of it is, there's not even cartridges for sidearms. I have nothing to give you except my sword. And of I'll course, take that it, General. Time. What? And them spurs, too, if you can spare them. My horse may need a little encouragement. Well, I'll be... All right, all right. Uh, you can have them. Have them to keep if you bring that ammunition through. I'll remember that, General. All right, Captain, let's go. Well, 
What did you do? Well, the captain and me got through to the rear all right. The hard part of it was driving a wagon load of heavy ammunition back through that canyon to the front line. I don't see how you did it. Neither did the captain. We were just heading into that canyon full of savages when I did the only thing I could do. Oh! Oh, my oh. Here, Captain, you'd better take the lines from here on. What do you mean? We've got to drive this wagon through that mess of redskins. And the only way I know to do it is with me out in front. In front? Right out on the wagon tongue between the horses' heads. Those engines will be packed tighter than ticks in the canyon. So I'll get out in front with General Taylor's sword and cut our way through. But you can't. I mean... Uh... Yes, I can. But there's one thing I've got to do first. Where's my canteen? Oh, here, here it is. You stop for a drink of water before you try this daredevil stunt like this. This ain't water, Captain. It's buttermilk. All right, I'm ready. Whip up the team. Did you get through, Pop? Sure we got through. I never saw so many redskins. They were on both sides of me and piling up in front. I mowed down so many with that sword in my right hand that my arm got tired. Had to use my left one for a while. Golly. But we made it and brought the ammunition through. Uh, then I reported to General Taylor. I can hardly believe it, Henriks. The captain has told me of your courageous and phenomenal ride. I was glad to help, General. Needless to say, I'm grateful. But how did you do it? Well, the main reason I was able to do it was because I took a big drink of buttermilk before we started. That's right, General. He did. Buttermilk? Now, don't joke with me. Don't. I want the truth. That's the truth. Honest it is. Uh, very well, Hendricks. As a token of my gratitude, you may keep my sword and spurs. Thanks, General. And, Captain, beginning tomorrow morning, issue a ration of buttermilk to every man in the United States Army. Yes, sir. story, Dan. And that's the reason the general's picture and his sword and spurs are like watchdogs of the truth hanging up there in the wall. Gee, I've never... Hey, wait a minute. What's the matter? I thought I heard somebody ride up outside. Hey, maybe it's a Lone Ranger and Tano. Yes. Uh... Hey, what in tarnation is... Up, both of you. Come on in, Joe. Nobody here but an old coot and a young kid. Yeah, we can lay over here till sunup. They're outlaws. Sure they are. Shut up. Now, who's here in this house besides you two? Nobody. I could handle both of you varmints myself. Uh, I... Save the gab, Grandpa. Me and my partner are going to hang around here for a few hours, see? When our horses get rested, we'll vamoose. You won't get hurt if you just sit quiet like we're going to do. Sit down, Joe. Yeah. You critters are outlaws, ain't you? No, Grandpa. We're a couple of Sunday school teachers. What the... Pop, the sword, it fell down. Sure it fell. You heard the big lie this varmint just told, didn't you? What kind of hocus-pocus is this? You wouldn't understand. With a lying, thieving critter like you around, it's a wonder there's anything left on the wall. Yeah, I'll hang it back up. Stay where you are, kid. Leave that sword on the floor. I don't know what made it fall, but you're not going to put it back. Blinked. Listen. Somebody just rolled up. We can't get away. Our horses are winded. You. What's behind that curtain there? Nothing. Except my bunk. Come on, Joe. Now listen, you two. Me and Joe are going to stand behind this curtain. We'll keep you covered. Hey, you can't do we, that. Yes, we can. I don't know who that is coming in here. It might be friends of yours. But if you and the old cooter smart, you'll keep your mouth shut. 
One peep out of either of you trying to tip anybody off, and me and Joe will start blasting, you understand? Yeah, we know what you mean. Now don't forget it. Come on, Joe. Golly, I wonder who it is. Hello, Pop. How are you? Oh, uh, just fine. Doing first rate. <laughs> Gee, are we glad to see you. Hi, Tonto. You're looking good. Oh, me feel good all time. Are you not sick? No, I'm not sick. Just a little nervous, that's all. You should be all right, Pop. I see you're drinking buttermilk. That's your favorite remedy. <laughs> uh, where have you and Tano been? We met Sheriff Duncan up in Clemens. He had a plan to trap a couple of bank robbers. The plan worked all right, but they got away from us. Ducked through the canyon and headed this way. We pick up trail in the morning. Yeah, sure. Sure, you'll find them all right. What's the matter with you and Dan? Both of you are sitting there like you were glued to the chairs. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Pop was just telling me about when he was a scout with General Taylor's 5th Cavalry. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Why don't you show him, Pop? Go on, there's a sword on the floor. Show him how you cut your way through the Apache Indians. See? That's a good idea. Yeah. See? Here's the sword I was using on that day I was telling Dan about. General Taylor gave it to me. Well, go on, Pop. Show us what you did. I waded right into them Apaches. They were on both sides of me and piling up in front. I mowed him down with my right arm like this. Then I shifted to my left arm and kept on slashing like this. Watch out, Pop. You got the sword caught in that curtain. That's what I'm figuring on. Oh, because they're behind them. I thought so. Why, you... You're not hurt. It'd take more than a flesh wound to make you yell that loud. You think Drop that gun. Unless you really want to stop some lead. Uh, don't shoot. Reach, both of you. Got your hands up. Uh, they were back at the curtain all the time. Covering us with guns. I thought something like that was up the minute Pop started waving his sword. Tie them up, Tonto. They're the one Sheriff Duncan is looking for. If you knew, why didn't you say I so? I wasn't sure, Dan. Tonto and I saw their horses outside, but we couldn't be sure who they were. They could have been waiting in the kitchen or out on the porch. We decided to let them make the first play. You and Pop took it away from them. That was very good. Um, he tie up crook him. Good. We'll take them back to Clemens and get the sheriff. And make them show us where their hideout is. Ah, now you walk. And walk straight. Then you'd better stay here with Pop the rest of the night. I don't know how I'll come by this way for breakfast in the morning. Sure. Oh, wait. I ain't had time to talk. Plenty of time for that later. Adios, Pop. Oh, well. Well, you know, Dan, you and me didn't do a bad job of helping the Lone Ranger corral them crooks. Well, you helped. I didn't do anything. Shucks. It was your idea for me to pick up the sword. Say, it reminds me. Better hang her back up on the wall. There we are. You know, there's only one thing I can't figure out, Pop. What's that, Dan? Well, that sword and those spurs are the picture of General Taylor. Always fall down when anybody tells a lie in this room. Is that right? You saw evidence of it, didn't you? Yeah, sure, but... but well, what's uh, worrying you? Well, I believe most of your story, Pop. I mean, about cutting your way through those Apache Indians... But, well, there are some parts, but I... Why, Dan, you don't think I was lying to you, do you? Oh, no, no. Not lying, exactly, I'm surprised at you, Dan. Look at that picture of old Zack Taylor, with his sword on one side and his spurs on the other. Yeah. Dan, I swear by all three of them, I've never told a lie in my life.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>